What's up, everybody? My name is Ron Amos, and welcome back to Less Pressure Podcast. First off, I want to say thank you to all the new listeners. Uh, I was checking the analytics, and I was seeing that we have a lot of new listeners around the world, actually. We have a lot of people in uh, Australia and Taiwan that have been tuning into the podcast also, obviously, America, we've got like a lot of people across the country that are listening to. So I just want to say hello to all the new listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for liking the podcast. Thank you for sharing the podcast. And thank you for listening to the conversations. Uh, it means a lot to see that people are actually enjoying the discussions. And I don't know, it just means a lot to me because I kind of, you know, started this podcast on just hopes and dreams. And so now that it's, you know, Doing a little something makes me a little happy. So thank you so much to all the new listeners. And I really, really appreciate the time, energy, and support. Um, how has everyone been doing lately? Uh, I've been doing um, all right these last couple weeks. You know, as you guys know, that there's been a lot going on in my, my life, you know. So, yeah, I'm just taking everything day by day. Uh, hopefully... Within a couple more weeks or months, uh, I'm able to get back um, into my usual swing of things and resume my regular scheduled programming. So that's my my goal right now is just to to work on my my healing process and be able to get back to my regular everyday life. So that's the goal right now for me. Anyways, um, today's topic is. Should you leave your nine to five to chase your dreams? This is something that um, I want to talk about because it's something that I went on a limb and did. I went ahead and left my nine to five to chase a dream. So um, just want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, it's We're definitely in the age of the, the great resignation. Um, everyone is starting to realize that there's ways to prosper outside of a corporate or just a regular nine to five job or a lot of people are realizing that they don't want to have a boss and they want to be their own bosses and that is something that I 100% support because I think that a lot of these companies and corporations they think that they own you because they they employ you and I feel like they think that they are they they, they kind of they're your priority you know, they feel like they're the most important thing in your life. So you have to almost like, you know, bow down to them. And that's something that I really hate because I feel like life should be free and, you know, no one should be a slave to anyone in that way, especially corporations. Um, so I was always, you know, an anti, you know, no, I can't even say that because I worked for corporations for a while, but. I also I was always you know like I'm a, my own person I'm my own independent person and I don't belong to this company in that way. Uh, I definitely prioritize a work life balance because that is to me I don't think like you should you should work to live. Wait no is that how it goes? No I don't think that you should live to work. I think you should work to live because if you're living to work. I mean, your life is meaningless. You know, you don't really have a purpose. You don't have really anything that you're living for. But if you're working to live, you're working to support your life, you know, then you have all these things that you can, you know, pursue and things that can make your life even better or it's just there's a lot more purpose in your life. So 
uh, going on with my journey, I worked for a couple different uh, corporate uh, companies. I worked for um, a company for four years, and I was—I really felt stuck in that company because I didn't really see a way out, or I really didn't see a way to make more money. One and two, I really didn't see a way to get out and find um, anything else outside of that. I really wanted to to spread my wings, but I felt kind of stuck. And the work was very, very. Um, it was doable for me. It was very easy. I mean, it, it, you couldn't be stupid to work there, but to me, I felt like the work was very routine and it was just something that came naturally to me. So I felt good about it. And then I had always wanted to get out of that company for a while because of the, the management. I didn't really enjoy. I didn't really like the, the management team. And it really felt like a trap. I really didn't feel like they, they prioritized a work-life balance. And I feel like they, they kind of made you feel like they you belong to them you know that's the kind of energy that i felt from that company uh but then i ended up uh transferring to a different company um because i got a referral from a friend that went over to that company from my company and so i followed her over there and i was at that company for about i want to say seven ish months yeah i was there for about seven months and I was making a lot more money, and it was a work-from-home situation, so the work-life balance was definitely there. It was definitely there, and I really, really liked that job a lot, um, and I really was able to to dance and pursue my dance dream while working there because, you know, I would work from home, and I would be able to do other things while at home, and then I would also be able to, like, clock out when I need to clock out and go off and pursue my dance things and, you know, take my time that I needed for myself. And I was also able to do my routines in the morning because I was at home and get my meditation in and all those types of things. So I was very happy with the balance that I had with being able to pursue my dance dream and then also work there during the daytime because it was work from home. Um, moving on from there, uh, after seven months, they laid me off because they did a big layoff. I guess it was because um, work was very slow or they gave us some stupid reason why they were laying us off. They called us all on like Microsoft teams and they put us all in there and they kind of like fired us all together at the same time, my entire team. Um, and from there I was kind of scared because I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know where I was going to go from there. I had a really good job that I really enjoyed. Um, it was work from home. I got the work life balance, everything that I really like loved. And I, I, prioritized and things that I really cared about and valued. I, I was getting those things from that company and then it felt like, damn, all of it was just taken away from me. So moving on from there, um, in that time where I didn't have a job, what I was doing was uh, I was focusing more on my dance gigs while I filed for unemployment. So I was getting my unemployment and then I was also like working like little dance jobs um, so that I could make a little extra cash on the side or you know just be able to, to take care of myself. And what I found was that working um, dance jobs made me really, really happy. And I felt really fulfilled in doing all those things. It, it made me feel very like I was finally doing what I set out to do with my life. It's just like focus my time on dance. And then funny enough, um, I had a dance gig where it was um, for a holiday party for a, a uh, an engineering firm. And so I took the gig and we ended up 
doing like a flash mob kind of situation with some of the um, higher ups in the company. We kind of did a flash mob with them and came out and performed at their holiday party. And in the rehearsals, there's only a few of us. In the rehearsals, I met one of the executives from the company, and she mentioned to us that they were hiring. And they were talking more about people on the field, but I was like, I have more of a, you know, I have a different kind of resume than that. So I, I asked if I could send my resume over to her, and she was like, oh, yeah, sure. And then by the time I made it home, she had already looked up my resume, and she she looked and was like, yeah, I want to work with you. I want to see if I can get you in here in, in some kind of way. And it was a black-owned company, which made me very happy. It was just a really good place. And so after the holiday party, after we performed and everything, it went, it went well, um, I went over with the executive and we sat down. We had a conversation about my resume and we looked it over and she was like, yeah, you look, this has, this is great. Like, you're, you have a really great finance background. We want you in our finance department. Let's try to set something up. So then they sent me on an interview. Um, they sent me on an interview. I interviewed with one guy, and then he did not actually think that I qualified for his for his specific um, position in the department. But then he recommended me for another position, an accounting position in, in their department. And so I ended up going over there and working for them in their accounting department. And mind you, I had no college uh, degree. I was the only one in my department without a college degree. I really was just networking, honestly. It was the power of networking. Um, but then within this time, I started working there uh, at the top of the year, and it was a lot of a lot of work. It was a lot of work. And I felt like everyone there, you know, I feel like even though the, it was a good company, they had good culture, it was a very nice great on paper company I still felt like to work there I had to put that job first and then everything else came second you know and I just was not passionate about the things that I was doing and I learned my my job very very fast everyone else learned their job in three months I learned my job in one month so maybe that could have been a part of it too, but I was just really not fulfilled in the work that I was doing because I had this really great, great, great job at a really great company making a lot of money, like way more money than I ever was expecting to make that fast or that soon or that young. And it almost felt like I was ungrateful because I wasn't being fulfilled. Um, and... I, I sat with it for a couple of weeks and I was like, I, I don't want to be here. I, want, I don't want to do this every day. I, I don't want to wake up and then drive downtown and then clock in and sit here and then sit in traffic and come home. Like, I was just like, this is not what I, I'm i supposed to be doing. This is, I was way happier a month ago when I was just doing dance stuff. You know, I, I was way happier with that. I'm a creative, I'm an artist. I shouldn't be um, doing this. And, then it was one day where I woke up and I clocked in at home because sometimes we would work at home and sometimes we work um, from the office. But um, this specific day, I think maybe it was like a snowstorm. So we were all working at home and I clocked in and it was like a month in. So like all the numbers and stuff were due and everyone was just like trying to, you know, get the work done and everything on the, in the meetings and stuff. So I, I opened up my spreadsheet of all like the, accounts that I had to get taken care of and I looked at it and I was like I'm not doing this today I'm not I, I'm just not doing it something told me just like this is not it and I was so afraid 
because it felt like the opportunity to work at that company was once in a lifetime. I felt like I was just very lucky to even be there and that I had worked so hard to get myself to a position to be in that kind of, you know, place at a company like that. But I was like, I'm not fulfilled, you know. And what I did is I just trusted my gut. I I followed my intuition and I was like, this this is where I'm going to stop right here. And so I called my supervisor on uh, Teams. I called him on a face to, on a, like a video call and I told him, like, hey, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't do it. I'm so sorry, but this is not going to be it for me. And funny enough, he was quitting too. So I didn't really feel bad because he had already put his two weeks notice in and he had only been there for like maybe a month before I had got there. So he, he was already on his way out the door too. So at that point, there was nothing that I really felt bad about because I'm like, yo, you're leaving yourself. So I'm out just like you. You know, I'm leaving. Um, and so I told him, and then later on, he I put a, I, they, th- they put me on a call with the executive that hired that you know was helping me get on, and one of my other managers. And they were like, "Yeah, we get it, we understand, but next time, you know, put a two weeks notice in." And I'm so against like two week no- two week notices because if they wanted to fire me, they could have fired me at any point without any reason. But if they want to. If I want to leave them, that I have to leave them with time to prepare themselves and all that stuff. And to me, that's bullshit. I feel like that whole, like, idea of giving them a two-week notice is absolute trash. Because if I want to, and I feel like I want to keep a good relationship, and if there was no reason for me to leave in the first place, and I chose to leave on good terms, for sure, two weeks notice. But other than that, than that to give you time to figure out your shit and if it was the opposite way around you wouldn't give me two weeks to fire me that is where i'm just like no that i'm not i'm not i'm not okay with that so to me i'm not i'm not a fan of like the whole you have to give a two weeks notice and even when i left my the company that was you know the two companies before that i only left them a week's notice because i was like okay well i'm gonna give you all something but at the same time i'm trying to get about it here as soon as possible so i want to give you guys a week and i did that and i got up out of there after a week and that's something that I didn't have to do, I feel like, but I chose to do because I wanted to. You know, I wanted to leave on some kind of good um, terms with them. Other than that, it's up to you, I feel like. But, um, yeah, I got out of there, and then what I started doing was, well, instantly I, I didn't have a plan. You know, I had rent, I had bills, and I was just like, oh, man, like, there's not going to be a severance package because I quit. Like, what do I do? I can't file for unemployment because I quit. What what's the what's the idea here? And so I got to brainstorming ideas of like, okay, I know there's like DoorDash, Instacart, and there's like things like um, temp jobs that I could do to like make money or whatever. But the priority has to be dance. And so while I was pursuing dance, I um, started up using Instacart which was good for me at the time because I was able to grocery shop for people, make like 100 bucks a day, cool. And my whole thing was if I make 100 bucks a day five days out of the week, I should be able to cover all my bills. And that's what I set out to do. So I made 500, I made 500 bucks a week, I think, or more. Because I didn't, I don't think I just only made 100 bucks, but I, I will try to make at least 100 bucks every day. So I think I was making a little bit more than that. So I would use apps like Instacart, um, Winolo, um, People Ready. I would use what others were there that I was using. 
I was using the the little apps that help you make money like on the spot when you need it. And then on top of that, I I um, was teaching dance classes, dance privates. Uh, I was doing video shoots, um, performances. But my whole thing was dance first, like try to make money with dance, and then if you can't use those other avenues to, you know, make some money. And I I was able to figure out how to do that um, very quickly. And I still went on my vacations that I had planned for. Um, It's all about just knowing how to make money when you need it. And so um, it was definitely hard. It was not easy. I'm not going to tell you that, yo, quit your job without a plan. It's going to be easy. No, it's definitely hard because at that point you're – almost in survival mode. It's not like you can just wake up every morning and have a, a set check that you're going to come to every day. It's like, or you're, you're going to walk into every two weeks. It's almost like you have to um, figure out where your money's going to come from every every day. And that was one of the hardest parts of doing what I was doing. But the fulfilling part of being able to say I did it and follow my dream and become a better dancer and become and you know grow in that space it was very fulfilling and I feel like it's something that I I do not regret at all um right now I'm currently not working because um I'm injured um so I'm kind of not able to do anything right now um uh, but when I do heal and get back on my feet I I do think that I'm going to continue in that space of just going for my dance goals and dreams because it's something that I feel, well, I feel like as a society we're taught safety. I think that we're, we're taught to grow up and get a job just that's a job that's going to take care of us, you know, but there's so many other jobs out there nowadays that we weren't taught about because everything is so new. Like there's social media jobs, there's, Things like on the internet that you can do to make money. You can make money off TikTok, going live on TikTok. You can make money from brand deals. You can make money from all these different things. Um, you can be an entrepreneur very easily, way easier than you were able to before, you know. And there's just a lot of different creative ways to to do that. And so learning, it's all about learning and understanding like what would fit you. What, what could you possibly get out of this, you know. But I do recommend maybe having some kind of idea or plan before you quit your nine to five job if that's something that you plan on doing. Because for me, what I where I got scared was because I didn't have a plan and I had to figure out a plan on the fly. So I do recommend if you're thinking about um, quitting a job, I do I do suggest getting your ducks in a row and starting to dis- like figure out ways that you could fall back into some money when you decide to quit your nine to five job, you know, or if you're planning to switch over to a different company, you know, even that, but you don't have to quit your nine to five job if you're happy with that. And I'm not here to just bash corporate jobs and things like that. I'm here to just say like, follow your heart and follow what you want for your life. Because at, at you know, eventually all this shit isn't going to matter because we're all going to die. And if you look back at your life and say, I gave my life to a corporation instead of giving my life to myself and doing what I wanted for myself. You know, I just want you to be happy with, with the choices that you made and the, and the life that you chose to live. And so for me, my biggest thing is I, I was able to say that I went and did the corporate thing for at least like five years. You know, I was able to do all that stuff. And, you know, and I found that 
it's not something that I wanted. It's something that I thought I wanted because that's the way that, you know, the America glamorizes, you know, being an adult. You know, they they, glam, they they romanticize the whole office life setting and everything like that. But working at an office ain't that, ain't that crazy. You know, it ain't that cool. It's not, it's very boring. It's very, like, it feels kind of lazy also because all you do is sit all day. You know, you don't get to really exercise your body while you're you know and as a dancer i get to move around I'm, I'm way more you know healthy you know than when i was when i was at an office you know they always have like donuts you know in the office or they always have like little snacks hey come to my desk and grab a you know a donut or whatever what the fuck. you know it's like shit like that so uh for me i'm just happy with the choice that i made to follow like and take a risk you know that's nothing wrong with taking risk higher risk higher reward you know if you decide to live your life in a comfort zone then you're probably not gonna see the 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 beauty of what could be you know and just because you take a risk doesn't mean that you're gonna get what you want but taking a risk is better than staying comfortable i think that's something that i've learned in my you know 20 almost 27 years you know on this earth is take some risk you know go for that big dream you know be delusional try it you know the only person that's gonna uh, tell you no is yourself so just don't tell your no bef- don't tell yourself no before you get the the actual no give yourself a chance take a chance on yourself but i think that if you choose to do a 9 to 5 job go for it that's you know if it's, that's your shit that's your shit but if it's not for you and you feel like it's not for you t- just take a step back and look at what you want for yourself and why do you feel like you're not happy with your 9 to 5 job and why do you feel like maybe this isn't something that i i want to do Think about those types of things because they matter. They matter and they should matter to you because it's your life, you know. A lot of the older people in the older generations are going to always be like, yo, what do you want? College? Are you going to college? Are you going to get that education? Are you going to do this? College is great. I think college is good for people that want that. But, you know, those of us that don't, that shit goes in one ear and out the other. I knew from like a very like from like third grade that I wasn't going to college. I had I just knew I was like, yeah, I'm done after high school. Like I'm not doing that. And I lied to my counselor and was like, yeah, I'm applying to colleges just so they could let me graduate early. Got the fuck up out of there. Never thought about college. Never looked back. Never tried to apply for a college. I got the fuck out of there and did what the fuck I needed to do. You know, I made my shit happen. And I am good. My life is just fine. I have a home. You know, I have all the things that I need. I have, a, like, I have a career. You know, I have things that matter to me. I have things, you know, I'm, I'm not fighting for my life, you know. So, uh, that's just my take on the whole should you leave your 9 to 5 job uh, situation. I think that you should leave if you're not happy. I feel like if you are not happy and you feel unfulfilled and you feel like you have a bigger purpose, I feel like you should find that purpose and pursue it. And if you don't, don't complain. Do not complain. Because it's up to you to fulfill your life. No one else is going to do it for you. you know. And that's all I have for you. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions about anything that I said today, Please feel free, to, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and my DMs. I'll answer all your questions. Or if you want to leave feedback, go ahead and leave me some kind of comment on, you know, 
in my uh, my DMs, you know, reach out to me. Don't be afraid to reach out. I got all those links in the description of the podcast episode. So feel free to reach out um, and take care of yourself. All right. And I will see you guys next week with another episode. Bye.